But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Of Booty and the Beast. We got it the right way this we time. We did get it the right way, and I actually <laughs> have the voice too. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back inside iTunes, Spotify, watching via YouTube. We looked at the analytics, Danny, and people actually care. Yeah. It's funny. It's been awesome. We have some things to talk about that people are interested in. Last episode, we had a guest. This episode, we're we'll bringing in a guest as well. Um, for those of you who are unaware of what's going on in the world today, there is some tragedy and some... Just disgusting images and sad images. I don't know how anyone could be unaware, but uh, yeah. I feel like it's everywhere, right? Like everyone's been seeing the news and everything that's going on. It's super sad and heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for a lot of different reasons. And I'm the type of guy that doesn't always want to look at the news for my source of information. So we are welcoming into the podcast somebody who is from Ukraine, who has friends and family members over in that neck of the woods, that part of the country, who is getting the reality of the situation. And I'm sure, you know, I, I hope the news is showing us everything that they're supposed to show us. And I feel like I, obviously everything is a tragedy either way. And I can't imagine that it's any less, you know, right. sad I mean, or heartbreaking as it is. But end of the day, definitely it's a fucking great perspective. terrible. Oh my gosh, it's so It's terrible. So, so terrible. Uh, Robbie from Apollon Nutrition, Apollon Gym, uh, is going to be our guest today. And we're not going to talk about sports nutrition per se. We're not going to talk about his feelings towards me personally or this channel. It's it's This is above any of that bullshit. This is about humankind and our responsibility to take care of others. And two weeks ago, Danny and I and the team at Fitbitters decided to stand up and say, we want to help. So we did, uh, we, we had planned this weekend sale for months. We mm -hmm. said, listen, if we're not doing the Arnold, let's do the four for 50 sale like we did for Black Friday. Let's help people. Then all this shit happened. And then we found, uh, then we said like, okay, well, let's, let's, let's use our platform. Let's leverage. Well, well let's talk about the fact that one of our ambassadors actually kind of did her own yeah. spin on it first. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. I love that. And then Ryan came in and was like, let's do this ourselves. So, and, and there, I, I, I want to make sure people are well aware. Like we did not run a sale. We did not like leverage the Ukraine crisis to run a sale to, to sell product. We had planned this promotion months ago. The exact same sale without the Ukraine aspect of it and we knew planned for months the second we knew we weren't going to the arnold is when we switched it to that yeah and we knew how much we did in terms of numbers in terms of volume of jars we sent over black friday and i mm -hmm. thought well shit let's make no money this weekend then i don't mm -hmm. care let's let's support a good There's cause more important things right you know and we were able to write a check for a thousand dollars and by a check i mean obviously deposit to the save the children's ukraine crisis relief fund see how that's done danielle um <laughs> one shot one try uh a thousand dollars but then uh, beyond that you know, Robbie and I um, 
people in the sports nutrition world know our history. Okay. It, it does not matter. We only take that here. So we may not see eye to eye on everything. Uh, but one thing that we agree on is taking care of people. And I saw an opportunity for what he was doing on Apollo nutrition, donating all his profits, collecting food items, non-perishable items, clothing, diapers, anything he could do to help to ship a, a container or whatever they're going to ship to Ukraine to help. And I said, like, what can I do? What can mm-hmm. we do? Right. And yes. uh, immediately stood up and said, well, Fit Butters is going to donate 10 cases of Fit Butters, which is 120 jars over there uh, to help out those in need. So those are on their way to Ukraine now or on their way to New, Jer- New York, New Jersey. Then they'll go to Ukraine. So that'll be the the majority of the show is, is really just talking on that. And, and honestly, like we have not spoken with Robbie yet. So we're recording this prior to that conversation. I can imagine how real and raw this conversation is going to be. I personally, besides Monica, who's one of our ambassadors, I don't know. I don't know anybody from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. personally. Yeah, me neither. Besides, yeah. besides him. And so, it, you know, for me, being an American, not being from other parts of the world, not knowing really much about the Russian-Ukraine crisis in terms mm-hmm. of like prior to what's going on now, I felt the need to do something. So yeah. I can't even imagine being from the country. I can't imagine. And just, I feel like knowing people over there just gives you such a big different oh, connection sure. that I can't imagine. At the end of the day, I, I those listening and watching, like if you've not done something yet, I can't force you. We can't force you to do mm-hmm. something. But I really hope deep down inside, like you want to help. Mm-hmm. You, if it's five bucks, or if it's a can of beans, I don't care what it is. Like just do something. Mm-hmm. There are, I mean, we when we recorded... The, the information for Fitbitters, at that point, the United Nations had said a million people had fled from Ukraine with over half of them, half of them being kids. kids. Mm. And we're parents. Yeah. And I think that makes it, you know, more heartbreaking for us personally is just imagining it happening to our kids. Uh, I can't imagine what they're no, going through. At all. Zero. So I'm excited to, to, to talk to him and just get the message out and, and hope, the real message, even though, like I said, I'm not saying that the, the message being portrayed on, on the media is clouded by any means, but, you know, obviously we want to make sure he has his opportunity to do that. Uh, as always, as it is with our episodes, episode three here, we're going to start with the Q&A. We have a flavor review, the brand new peanut butter and jelly lean way from Muscle Sport. Now, I shouldn't say brand new. This has been out before. I haven't tried it. You haven't. I have. Last year. But I can't remember shit about it. And the reason <laughs> I feel like we've tried a couple PB and J's and it's it's always much different than I imagine. Well, this one's gonna you be know? strawberry with the peanut butter mm-hmm. base, uh, yeah. which is what we use in Fit Butters. We use the Ambrosia Collective Planta protein, and yep. I like it. I think yeah, it's, it's great. great. We tried grape stuff and it was too candy like. So oh, yeah. I think strawberry is easy to be like a natural strawberry flavor. So we'll do that flavor review. But before we do that, again, if you like this podcast, hit that review button. Rest review helps out the algorithm. Subscribe via if it's watching on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. If it's iTunes, if it's Spotify, or you know, if it's uh, iHeartRadio FM or whatever, whatever you find us on, do us a favor and do that. Question number one, Michael B. Positive. How do you balance and blend work, fitness, and family? It's a great question. And we actually had something similar last week, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, but more so about pregnancy. Yeah. Um, well, Balancing all three, I think, is constantly a juggling act. Right? Well, it's different like, for you. It's different it's for you so, now. Yeah, because up until crazy. last week, you had the eight nine to five job. And I will admit that it's much. I shouldn't say easier now because I feel like now being home, your boss isn't must, such a hard ass. Oh yeah, he's horrible. But <laughs> um, I think being home just makes it so that I want to work. It's harder to separate, right? So you work before. You know, our workouts, we're in the office doing our job. Then we go downstairs to work out. Baby wakes up. We bring her to daycare. We're working all day. And it's just a constant 
juggling act. Like I feel like it's very difficult, especially when you're home all the time to not want to do, you know, work all the time. So finding that balance is very difficult. It's, I mean, for you, it's a learning curve for sure. I mean, I knew for me, you know, I, I look <laughs> over my shoulder and I'm trying to see like what she's doing to fill her time with. And you're doing a great job of filling your time. But at some point you're like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? There's always something to do. We have a whiteboard you should see our in whiteboard. our office <laughs> and it keeps growing up. And, and so like, I've been working for myself for three and a half years now, which mm-hmm. is crazy to think. So for me, it, I, I, I did not change much from leaving corporate America to being a, uh, a self-made entrepreneur because 4 a.m. wake up call, Danny and I, when she left nursing and was going to join, join, you know, the, our businesses, the, the Buckeye conglomerate of businesses, we had said like, we're going to sleep till 440. I mean, we haven't slept till 440. No. We're still up at 4 a.m. Nope, this day. morning I was up at 330. Yeah. I mean, well, you never sleep. So <laughs> I think that's a big part of it. But I mean, I think our big contributing factor is the fact that ba- our baby, only sleeps till a certain time. So even if we have a little extra time, she seems to wake up when we're trying to get our workout in. So 4 a.m. just works better. It works. I mean, I like to get my shit done early. So like mm-hmm. this morning, I was up at 3.30, which is abnormal. Normally, I sleep till 4, but I went down to the office. I did an email for Fit Butters, took my pre-workout, went downstairs, did a push day, um, started working, went to Target, bought a bunch of shit that you guys are going <laughs> to see soon, came back, picked her up, took baby to daycare, went to her facility, came back, a bunch of content. We just did some R&D, and now we're doing the podcast. So honestly, every day is different, but the, the staples in our day are we wake up, we work out. That does mm-hmm. not change because routine. I believe it's, it's routine- <laughs> But also, I believe that I have a much healthier and happier day when I work out in the morning. I think get- our rest days are probably our most difficult days. They're hard. Like, I, I think we're so used to getting up, getting our blood flowing and like right. moving that when we don't have that, our, we usually drag. We're more tired. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, I think research shows though too, like when you exercise and blood flow and you're releasing the endorphins, you just have a better mindset. You get more shit done. I mean, if mm-hmm. you don't work out in the morning, that's fine for an afternoon person. But I, I would urge you just like for a couple of days, work out in the morning. It's hard to get up when you're not used to it. But I guarantee that like, you get to work and you're just like, damn, this is different. Mm-hmm. This is great. Definitely. So um, it really, in reality, it's just, I mean, we don't make excuses. We don't hit the snooze button. We find the time. We make the time to get everything done. I always said- make the plan the day before for what you're doing tomorrow. So like when people always ask me like, how do you do all these things? I have a plan before I go to bed that night before on when I'm going to work out, what I'm eating. You know, you always have to plan ahead in order to really be efficient. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So we'll we'll pop to another question here. Um, And and how do you guys manage your workout schedules with having two kids? Kind of just answered that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, kind of two questions there was great. Difference in your Fit Butters versus other brands. Um, you know, on the surface, people look at Fit Butters and they'll look at the macro. They'll turn it around and be like, well, this, this is no different than peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And we get it all the time, right? All the time. I think our first thing every time we look at TikTok especially is like, why is this healthy? It's the exact same. Why is Fit about this? Which, which is an mm-hmm. indicator that people don't fucking read ingredients. Yeah, seriously. I mean, really, like, macros are important. Okay, it is very, very important. A gram of fat is worth nine calories. Okay, mm-hmm. a gram of carbs and proteins are four calories each. However, not all carbohydrate is created equal because you have simple carbs and you have complex carbs. Okay, fats can vary tr- hugely across the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, to begin with, we always say like dive deeper than the macros, look into what the ingredients are that we're using. Also understand how to read ingredients. People will look at our ingredient deck and see sugar or they'll see high fructose corn syrup, 
which is happens to happen in like two of our SKUs. The reason being is that high fructose corn syrup is a small part of maybe a sprinkle, which mm-hmm. we use at a very minimum yeah. amount. So all of our nut butters start with dry roasted premium sourced nuts. We buy them straight from the farm. They're not fried in oil, nothing like that. They come to us in a raw state, okay? They are pasteurized, raw, almonds, cashews, and peanuts. We then put them through a conveyor belt system, which basically bakes them. While most places will deep fry the peanuts or almonds in an oil, and then they'll salt them. We don't do any of that. We bake them, then we grind them, and we then we add our fat source. So when they deep fry in an oil, there's your fat source. It's the canola oil. It's the kernel oil. It's the palm oil. It's the inflammatory oils that they're mm-hmm. using. And what's in the nuts, right? Like, obviously, right. nuts naturally have Correct. fats. Yeah, so. and when you deep fry them, they're going to absorb whatever it is. I mean, think about this way. A lot of the nuts that are saying Jif and and Skippy and these big ones, the oil used to roast those nuts is the same exact oil that restaurants make your French fries in. So that's absolutely disgusting. So that gets absorbed, (laughs) right? So, but again, at the end of the day, the macro set says it's the same. Then I ask you a question, is it? Is that type of fat the same as a coconut oil, which has natural source of MCTs, which can be burned off as energy? Plethora of things, right? Then we add a, uh, a high quality protein, whether it's a whey protein isolate or a plant-based protein. And we partner with brands that you see here on the table if you're watching mm-hmm. or, you know, like Nutribio, for instance, a brand that I, I trust. I've been to their facility. We use their proteins in our butters. Now, that is a huge differentiator for us, not just because we're transparent about who we're using. Mm-hmm. But, but because, also the flavor, right? right? Like our base tastes like the flavor we're aiming for versus just the inclusions. Right. So think, think about some of the higher end bougie nut butters out there that, you know, are what you'd call a competitor bars. Mm-hmm. They typically don't flavor the base. They'll mm-hmm. grind up peanuts and then it's peanut butter. Then they'll add inclusions and they'll call it a name like Oreo or cookies and cream. Well, it still tastes like peanut butter. Yeah. We want cookies and cream to taste like fucking cookies and cream. Definitely. So the base is flavored through the protein. Then we add the fun shit. Then we add real Oreos or real M&Ms. We don't use generics. It's, we're not using chocolate sandwich cookies from Target or a local grocery store, we're buying Oreo. And I think another thing to remember is we use different blends of the nuts than anyone else, right? Like we have a combination of the cashew almonds, we have peanut blends, cashew blends, and then we also have with better than sex cake, cashew peanut. Right, and these don't exist anywhere. So, So. uh, and then our textures. So while some are like drizzly and runny, ours are a little bit thicker. They're more saturating. It feels like you're eating food which was important to us when we created this. So, um, you know, that's that's the big differentiator uh, in, in terms of us. We could go on forever. Yeah, we could, stuff, but right? like, we don't want to take, take up the entire time. <laughs> so, um, in what areas will inflation affect the supplement industry? Every area, every single area, because most of our ingredients aren't even made here. They're coming from China. They have to come across on a ship. Mm-hmm. They're sitting at a port somewhere. We're paying freight fees out the yas right at this point. So, it's going to it's gonna impact literally everything you're seeing in creatine, you're seeing in citrulline, you're seeing in protein. You're going to start seeing in other commodities here very soon. Uh, not just inflation, but the war in Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine is the largest exporter of sun, sunflower lecithin in the nation, in the world. That is a huge component of whey proteins, which means if they can't get it, they're going to have to uh, reformulate to go back to soy lecithin, which nobody fucking wants to do. So, there's a lot of things going on there. Would you recommend the pudding from Core Nutritionals as a dinner dessert to keep away from bad food? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's you know, in, we, we've had it, and, you know, my feedback was it could use a little bit more flavoring in the base, but you can add that flavoring through maybe a sugar-free Hershey syrup. I mean, you can get creative and mm-hmm. do things. A, a scoop definitely. of Fit Butters. Oh, yeah. You know, healthy fats. So, um, absolutely, uh, that definitely works. And then couple more here, rice protein or core nutritionals protein. Which do you prefer? That's tough because it varies from flavor to flavor. I think rice chocolate cookie blast may very well be the best tasting protein created 
ever in the history of proteins. I think your quote exactly is we need a palate of it because yeah. he's been having it every night. It's great. <laughs> but then Core Nutritional's protein, whether it's post or if it's, you know, their, their ISO, like their Red Velvet ISO that we use in our Red Velvet oh, Cheesecake, yeah. is money. They have some great flavors. It, yeah. So it comes down to like, if you're doing like head to head, the head, the head flavors, I don't think they have head to head flavors. I think mm-hmm. they both have maybe a chocolate peanut butter cup and they're both great. Oh, so yeah. um, one's going to be like the chocolate peanut butter cup is an isolate from Core. And then you're going to have a high quality whey protein concentrate from Rise Nutrition. Last question, and then we'll do the, the taste test here, and then we'll pop it over to our guest of the day. Um, and, and this is one that Danny probably doesn't know a whole lot about because it is, it's fairly new, but you always talk about tercosterone. What about ectosterone? So it's the same family, right? So the, the ectosteroid family has been shown, at least the ectosteroids, has been shown to be extremely anabolic. Tercosterone, for example, we see it out here now, it's not studied via humans. There's no like human clinicals on this stuff. It's all based on assumption saying like, if this is a cousin of that and that does this, then we can make the assumption based on that scientific data that this is going to do something similar. Now, does it? Jury's out, but I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that use it that think it's working extremely well. And I just encourage them to get blood work because it's not supposed, it doesn't bind to the androgen receptors, which means it should not impact your natural test and estrogen levels. But this is the dietary supplement industry. You just fucking never know. So if you're taking tercosterone, pre-post, get blood work done just to confirm. Um, the stuff is new. It's probably, gonna, I'll, I'll tell you this right now, tercosterone will be most likely banned at some point because anything that's good ends itself up on the banned substance list. So just that there. All right, so those are the questions we're going to talk and dive into. We're going to do a little flavor review here, and then we're going to get over to our guest. Robbie, we have the Lean Way. It is going to be peanut butter and jelly. It has not even been opened yet. Like, we literally got this yesterday, and we're really trying, guys, to give you a flavor review or flavor test every time we're on the podcast here. We think it's great. And actually, this time, I'm going to bring my phone out. We're going to simultaneously record it for the podcast and actually put it up on Instagram. Now, it's not going to be an Instagram live. We're going to do an Instagram story because, you know, that's a little bit easier. So uh, I'm going to do this. So we are live right now on the Booty and the Beast podcast. If you're watching via YouTube, you see me with my cell phone looking like a complete dink. But Danny over here has the new Lean Way from Muscle Sport. This is their... I have to say right now... It smells amazing. <laughs> it's, uh, you can, like, the, the jelly is, like, faint, but there. Yeah, I And know. the peanut butter is great. So oh we're going to do that. Now, we're fans, I'm fans of thicker shakes. You're fans of thicker, period. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so we're going to probably use about six ounces of water. So we have an ice shaker cup here. We have fresh bottle of water over there on the table. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, it's going to be, obviously... You know, you're not seeing any of this stuff. So I'll let Danny open this here and uh, pour it into the shaker cup and then we'll shake it up and we'll try it and we'll give you guys our feedback here. Yeah, come on, shake it up. Eight to 10 ounces Eight of to water. 10. So are you doing, are we going to do the actual recommendation of water or are we going to do what we enjoy? And by I, we, I mean me. You can do what you want. You want to just do eight ounces? Make a call, Danny. We, we're, we're live on a podcast. We're okay. live on Instagram. We are going to do eight ounces. Eight ounces of water. We'll do the lower half of the recommended. So I just tell, uh, gentlemen, listen up. You probably feel my pain here. I literally just told my wife what I enjoy, and she does the complete opposite. So, what are you talking I mean, about? you feel me. My, my male I, listeners. I think your exact quote on many of our flavor testing has been we follow the recommendations. But I want to enjoy it. 
but we are to follow the recommendations. <laughs> Unbelievable. Men, hit me up. All right, one scoop. Hit you up. One, come on, one scoop. Let's make this quick here. We're running out of time. We're running out of time. Here. Okay, we got one scoop, lean weight, peanut butter and jelly, the brand new. It launches on Friday at this podcast. Hopefully it airs before then. Uh, it's a, it is limited, so... If you plan on buying the new Muscle Sport Lean Wave PB&J, I'd recommend getting it quick. They've lowered their price to, I believe it's $47.99, everyday low price. Coupon codes do not work on it. Shaking it up here. We're not going to pour out in the glass. Danny's going to go first. One sip. You guys know the rules. If you're listening on the podcast, that's how it works around here. One sip, Danny. Here we One go. One sip. All right, look me up. One sip, y'all know the rules here, and she pretty much drank the whole thing. Mm-hmm. No wonder why we use eight ounces of water. <laughs> Too thin, which I knew was going to happen, so thank you for that. Why are you acting like you never mixed it that thin? <laughs> it's good. It's it's not like a strong jelly as much as like the flavor, the, the, the back smell. End, yeah. right? The back end. Like now on my tongue. Mm-hmm. I can taste yeah, it on so, my tongue. Um, yeah, the back end is more of the jelly. It's more of a faint peanut butter. It's not like super in your face. I know sometimes when it's like a protein peanut butter, it's like that really artificial, like strong peanut mm-hmm. flavor. It doesn't have that. It's more of the like light peanut butter flavor. Now, if you use less water, like I'd asked, I bet you get stronger flavoring across the board. Fair. But I mean, but, it's, but it, I, I follow the recommendations. Of muscle sport. It's definitely unique <laughs> for sure. Like it's, it is, I would say, um, it's one of their more unique flavored proteins. Definitely. It's definitely. not their best. No. Because their best. Muscle, well, they have a lot of, they really have so good many good flavors. flavors. Right. Yeah. That's hard to say even which one will be the best, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the best is what you want to be the best. Like if you like PB and J, then this is probably going to be the best for you. Like I, unicorn cookie shake is amazing. They're, I love the caramel coconut. Yeah. The caramel oh, coconut's so awesome. They're toasted almond money. Like, oh, toasted so almond, you're yeah. going against some pretty goddamn good competition. <laughs> uh, this is not their best. It's still good. Drops Friday, 4799 must There you go. That is a review. We are going to close it up here again. If you liked what you hear on this podcast, make sure you follow us. We're at Fitness Informant, our business at FitButters. Subscribe to the podcast if it's on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify. Write us a review, helps out the algorithm. We're going to turn it over to Robbie. Uh, excited about this conversation. It's going to be eye-opening, and I hope you guys uh, are ready to go on a little bit of an emotional roller coaster because I can't yeah, imagine definitely. it's going to be easy talking about this. Yep, I'm sure it's going to be very emotional, no doubt.
For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this. The things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, it just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. Adding my product is going to help you get to where you want to be. Five percenters is 5% of the people in the world that are willing to do whatever it takes to reach their goals. We're talking about business, success, education. Willing to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. from us but I was telling Danielle I've, I've lived here my whole life you have uh, a different perspective a vision you have friends and family that live and, and wake up every day over in Ukraine Russia part of the world I want to get you on because you're doing some really awesome stuff raising awareness collecting goods shipping stuff to people in need um, but before we dive into all that Robbie can you just give our listeners and the people watching your background and, and where you came from and what, you know, what, what, what's the premise to the shit that's going on in the world today? Okay, sure. Well, first of all, guys, thank you so much for this. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I mean, anywhere, anytime, if we can talk about this, I think that's what counts the most because I actually like what you said uh, to go back and you said that you called yourself a meathead. Yeah. And I thought that that was actually perfect because you know what? I think people don't like to admit to the truth. And they always try to sugarcoat shit or use it as, a, as an excuse right. as to what's going on. And, um, you know, just to, to put things in perspective, honestly, like I wish, like you said, that we wouldn't talk about this. We would talk about, I don't know, something else, uh, because that would be probably a little bit more pleasant than anything else. Uh, and to be honest with you, like I'm pretty good at playing chess. Mm -hmm. So I did not see this coming. Right. This is not something that I think that I could predict. And when people were talking about possible, uh, possibility of invasion, I was like, come on, that's not going to happen. You know, we in the 21st century, who the fuck talks like that? You know, that's not something that can happen. And uh, you asked me about my background. So I was born in 
Soviet Union. So, yes, I was born in part of the Soviet Union, now known as Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I'm a Ukrainian Jew. Uh, I was born right on a Hungarian border. And, um, you know, um, it's uh, it's very tough because I don't speak Ukrainian. I do understand. But ironically, I speak pretty good Russian. I mean, I wouldn't say it's fluent because I left when I was 13. I'm 47 right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I immigrated with my parents to Israel, again, being Jewish, when I was 13, and I lived there for about four years. Then I moved to South Africa. I lived there for about five years. And then I moved to the United States when I was about 22 or so. Sure. So uh, I'm actually an Israeli citizen, a South African citizen, and American citizen. I don't even know oh, if wow. it's legal. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I visited Ukraine maybe twice since I left. Once when I was 17 from Israel, and then one time about 10 or 12 years ago, uh, just wanted to visit, you know, place where I was born. But, you know, I wish I could say that I'm very patriotic, but it's very hard for me because even my accent is so mixed with so many languages. I speak about three or four of them. Mm. So it's very hard for me to identify. I always felt like, you know, I don't belong anywhere sure. because... Uh, you know, Americans or Israelis or South Africans always called me, referred to me as Russian. You know, people that knew about my religion, you know, they, they knew I'm a Jew, you know, but it was never, I could never really say that I was, I belonged. I always felt like I'm a little bit uh, one of those people that don't know where they're from. And I felt like I don't belong anywhere, which is kind of sad I, to, to an extent because I was always very impressed with Americans, how patriotic they are, or Russians, how patriotic they are. I, I wish I could say that I'm a patriot, but I'm not. You know, I mean, that would be lying. I, 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 was, I called myself kind of a citizen of the world, so to speak. But when shit hit the fan and, you know, we woke up to reality of what's going on, I don't know, something inside of me just kind of flipped like completely flipped, not on, on the personal level. Um, I felt, I, I, again, it's going to sound a little bit maybe a, as a cliche, but I felt Ukrainian. I felt like, you know, something was triggered in me where I was like, okay, shit, you know, this is real. And I was also put in a very bad position because, as you know, uh, I was very, very vocal about it and extremely proud that we got into Russia. It's very hard for any brand to get into Russia. I mean, we were the first one, I think, in over 10 years. So for me, it was a very proud moment. We worked for about three years to right. get into Russia. We literally, the first shipment gets into Russia, and now we're fucked. Uh, from a business perspective, I don't know if we're going to be able to sell. A lot of people are putting pressure on me to kind of say, like, well, you know what? Fuck Russia, fuck Russians. And they think, like, you know what? That maybe I'm not saying it because of business and because of money, which is not the case. I just, I do have a lot of Russian friends. Mm -hmm. I do know a lot of Russians. I know a lot of Russians don't want this because, I mean, let's face it, they have a dictator or a psychopath who decided to invade another country. Yeah. And I'm kind of like thrown in the middle where people are on both sides a little bit kind of like judging me. So again, I kind of found myself on a spectrum where I'm sort of an enemy to certain people. I was already attacked on social media numerous times. I was told not to come to Russia. I was threatened. Even though if you go on my social media or upon social media, you will not be able to find me saying anything against Russia or against Russians. In fact, my hashtag that I'm using is no war. Right. It, you know, I feel bad for the Russian soldiers that kind of forced to go and die. I mean, as far as I know, there is about 12,000 that already lost their lives. 12,000 Russian soldiers because Ukrainians are fighting for their life. They're mm -hmm. fighting for their freedom. And um, 
you know, I actually brought it up on the final scoop. And, you know, I, I always speak up my mind. Sometimes I don't say things that people like, but unfortunately I have no filter and that gets me sometimes in trouble. But uh, I do respect what, for example, you are doing. And, you know, as soon as you and I talk, we do have our differences in certain things, sure. but I don't think we have to be dicks to each other and we can have a professional and friendly relationship. And as soon as you extended your, you know, wish to help us, to help people in need, and you and Danielle, you know, graciously offered, you know, your product for free and shipped it to us and everything else, there was no hesitation for a split second. You know, nothing but being grateful to you for what you're doing and appreciative because what people fail to understand is this is not, this is bigger than us. Mm -hmm. This is a lot bigger than us. This is that one moment in life. This is like your 9-11 where it unifies people, people that actually care. We can disagree maybe on certain supplements. We can disagree maybe on certain movie. That is fine. As long as it's not probably respectful and both you and I maybe cross the line a little bit sometimes. But that doesn't mean we have to be dicks to each other, especially when you have a psychopath with bombs right now in Venezuela pointed at the United States. You have no idea when he's going to decide to strike. It can be tomorrow. We have children. You know, we have families. It can affect us at any point. And I brought it up on final school where uh, Justin Hall actually reached out to me and he said, well, a lot of us, a lot of Americans don't know what's going on. And I've had a few people actually reaching out. Well, that's not my fight. Uh, no, it is. Mm-hmm. You just don't know it yet. Right. It is your fight. It's affecting It's affecting our economy. I'm pretty sure you as a business owner already kind of fucking noticing because of cost of gas. That affects your product. Right. That affects the cost. You know, you cannot escape this. And that's a good thing. But tomorrow, bombs can be flying in your fucking backyard. What the fuck are you going to do then? And people are saying, like, well, politics, you know, Biden's fault, Putin's fault, uh, Zelensky's fault. Who gives a fuck? People are dying. Mm -hmm. Really? We're going to discuss politics? We're going to discuss Democrats, Republicans, the policies? I'm not a politician. I don't give a fuck. What I do give a fuck is every time I go on social media, I mean, it brings me to tears seeing what's going on. And I never thought that I'm going to have to take a stand. You know, we only wanted to ship a little bit of product to help out. And this is kind of got bigger than we are. Uh, financially, I don't want to use the term losing money, but we're spending money for sure. Mm-hmm. We're spending thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. But, but it doesn't matter. You know what? If you work hard, if you're a hustler, if you if you actually care about your business and you want to grow it and you want to be successful, you'll make all the money in the world. Mm-hmm unless you're a fucking lazy bum, you know, so you'll make the money. But what about those that actually suffer and need and don't have food right now? You know, bank, you can't really wire money because no banks, no, uh, no Western union, no money gram, everything is fucking bombed. Mm -hmm. But thankfully we can still ship all this stuff. And yeah, it's getting expensive because right now you have to use, uh, all means possible right now shipping is not cheap no it's not we were lucky that some some of the couriers were using it you know they they were doing it for free for us but right now that's the reason why we said you know what two or three of our most profitable products we're gonna donate the money to shipping and buying the necessary uh, the necessities that people need i just you know, I'm pretty sure, I know you're a movie buff, yep. uh, and I keep saying it, uh, I actually talked uh, to Shane today, 
uh, I feel like it's a Schindler's List moment where, you know, at the end of Schindler's List, we saved thousands and thousands of Jews. And then he looks at his couplings and stuff like that. He says, that could have saved one more life. That it could have saved. And every time that moment hits, uh, I mean, I'm guaranteed to cry. Yeah. And, you know, this is exactly the same. We're doing something, it's not enough. I mm-hmm. feel like every day that the war goes on, it's not enough. And that's the reason why I say, please fucking say something. Like, even if it's, you don't have to give money. You don't have to give donations. Don't, don't give anything. You know, everybody has... Uh, priorities and not everybody can afford to give like you guys did uh but even if you put a hashtag no war even if you put a ukrainian flag that you're supporting people in need mm-hmm. that's enough yeah mm-hmm. if you've done something you can look yourself in a mirror right and w- one of the big reasons i wanted to have you on robbie is a we're going to talk about what you're doing in the pollen because it's noble and it's awesome but i mean i think so many people have an apprehension to major media outlets right ever since the election and, and social media and everything is fake news we're seeing images we're seeing reports we're hearing reports you know the last i heard and it's probably changes the united nations said like over a million people fled the country half of them being children uh which kills me as a parent mm-hmm. but you have connections there there are people on the ground people real real friends and family over there is what we're seeing on TV even remotely close to the reality of the situation? Uh, I wish I would say no, because usually media likes to exaggerate, but unfortunately it is true. Um, you know, we own a pharmacy and one of our employees, her mother is actually in Kharkiv, which is the city being bombed, being right. destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then one of our athletes, Kirill Kudayev, who was just here for the all-star seminar, he just qualified for the Olympia. Um, well, he did the Olympia, I'm not sure. And, you know, he's been in a bomb shelter for uh, two weeks or something like that. Oh and, uh, you know, he has a pregnant girlfriend. Uh, I don't think he knows if his mother is safe. Uh, he's taking care of his little brother, who I believe like has special needs or something. Oh. You know, I, I, I don't have the exact details. So people are suffering, they're losing homes, they're losing lives. I mean, it, it is happening. The, the footage is real. You know, I mean, you can't just uh, deny, but I would say if you go, I, I do follow Russian television, you know, at least Russian media. Um, they had a few independent channels who are no longer able to operate. Mm. They closed down by the government. Um, Instagram and Facebook are no longer allowed. Everybody thought it's the Americans who actually canceled it. It's not Americans. It's actually the Russians. Right. The Russians don't want the people to see the truth, mm. you know, and uh, as a result, even one of our guys who was doing our some of our graphics for our product, uh, as soon as I posted that, um, um, I mean, we, we are trying to help those who need the Ukrainians, he immediately attacked me. What about the Russians? Are you going to help Russians? You know, I mean, people are so brainwashed and they're creating it into this competition, um, trying to to use it as an excuse. But the truth is, yes, I mean, look, I... <sighs> To be fully, and I'm, this might get me in trouble, but uh, I'll, I'll, I will just tell it how it is. Uh, there is a there is a Russian Ukrainian kind of like slang for a Jew, kind of like you know, like Americans have kike. I guess I can say it because I'm not a Jew. <laughs> you know, you're allowed to say these things. But uh, there is also a similar expression, obviously, in, in Russian. I lived in Ukraine. I dealt with Russian, and you know, I'm, I've heard that expression towards me a few times by Ukrainians, not by Russians. Mm. But it still doesn't make it better, it doesn't make it an excuse to right. come and attack. You're like, listen, you know, people say that Jews are cheap. Some are, 
It's true. Not all. Mm-hmm. You know, would you say all Muslims are terrorists? Well, we know that's not true either. Right. You know, so, you know, would you say all Russians are communists? That's not true. So that stereotype is definitely a problem. So I would say that, yeah, Ukrainians, Russians, nobody's the same. They've made mistakes politically. You know, they did assault. I mean, just now, I, I have a very close friend in Russia. His daughter lives in Miami. She lives in Florida. Both her and her boyfriend last week got attacked and beaten up pretty badly for speaking Russian. Is it right? It's not right. I mean, I'm going to walk on the street. I speak Russian. I don't speak Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. You're going to attack me and beat me up just because I speak Russian? Or do I have to scream, Ryan, I'm actually Ukrainian. Please don't touch me. Yeah. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's how people react. So this is going to, you know, hopefully the war is going to be over soon or one day, you know, fingers yeah. crossed. The Russians are going to pay the price for generations to come right mm-hmm. now, just like Germans did. You know, I mean, but the truth is, I've been to Germany a few years ago. You know, just because six million Jews died in World War II, you didn't see me taking a gun and going shooting Germans. I mean, come on, we, we have to put things in perspective. It's not everything is uh, black and white. You mm-hmm. have to look on a larger spectrum and obviously be a little bit honest. So the thing is, it's like, I'm not looking to help uh, Ukrainians because, you know, I believe Russians are bad. I'm just looking to help those that need help. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't see anything wrong with that. People are being displaced from their homes. They need food. They need clothes. They need diapers. I, you posted pictures yesterday on social of you guys packing um, like a Penske truck or a big moving truck full of stuff. Um, so how the idea is you're sending it to over the Ukraine to the refugees. How uh, are they going to a certain location? Like how do a first off, let's say how do people help contribute? Like what can they do? Where can they send stuff to? Obviously we're not doing money. It's goods. They can purchase Apollo nutrition products. Can you tell and and to the listening audience, like how can they contribute to what you're doing at this point? Okay. You you know, again, like you said, money is a little tricky because, you know, I can tell you, you know, Ryan, you should donate money to Apollo and we will move money to Ukraine. I mean, That's by now, I think I, you know, again, maybe I'm not the nicest and I never claim to be the nicest guy in the world. Uh, but at least I think I earned the reputation of at least being honest. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, is like, let's face it, majority of people, a lot of people, at least, are not exactly honest. We've seen people doing charity, but we know that money doesn't go to charity. Sure. Um, so it's a very, very tricky concept. And if I'm going to say, you know, Ryan and Danielle, you should actually donate money and we'll we'll send it to Ukraine. If you would suspect that that money not going to go to the final destination, I can't really blame you Mm -hmm. because in your place, I would feel, I would at least have a little bit, a shadow of a doubt in my mind that that's how it's going to play out. So for us to take, you know, some people already asked me, well, you know what, we're going to send donations, but can you give us a receipt for tax purposes? I'm not a fucking charity. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not Red Cross. I'm not doing that stuff. You know, I'm not helping you with your, you know, tax returns and stuff like that. That's not what I do. And feel free to give it to somebody else who's going to provide you with that. At least I'm being honest. I, I just don't do it. I'm a fucking gym and a supplement company. That's what I do. But there are people who are moving stuff, professionals. We've been actually sending uh, with the same courier. It's a company called Mist. Um, a company from um, um, from Ukraine. They've been doing it for quite some time, mm-hmm. and uh, we're using them. We just pay them, and they move product through Poland 
and uh, that's how it ends up, um, you know, over there. For now, unfortunately, unfortunately, there is a good possibility, unfortunately, that that might stop at any point of time. It's very, very possible. Why? Because Russians are already bombing the Polish border. So, you know, as of right now, we can still able to move uh, goods. You know, there are the planes that are flying to Poland, and then they bring in the trucks across the border. So it's fairly simple. In fact, I think Carolina yesterday, she posted a video or showed me a video, you know, people thanking, not us necessarily, but everybody who's contributing. And there were boxes with Home Depot boxes, the same ones we are using. So are they receiving the goods for now? But you know, Putin already made a threat that anyone who's helping Ukrainians is going to be an enemy and they're going to do everything possible to cut that off. So as of right now, everything is good. Everything is ending up in the final destination. How long will it continue? Because people are sending me messages, you know what? Oh, we, we're going to do it. You know, we, we how long are you going to be accepting it? But are we accepting it? But I don't know how long that's going to last. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm proud to be an enemy. At this kit point, right? If, if if he wants to consider us an enemy for helping him out, I'm I'm, I'm very damn proud of that. We're able to do that. Now explain like the other the other route, and it's you have a, a really first off. I mean, we could talk about your products all day long, how great they are. So when people buy them, they're getting a high quality product. You have a a, a protein out that has a, a special branding, the Ukrainian flag. It's awesome. It's very cool. All the profits of that are going to go uh, to this cause, which is going to be helping pay for the shipping carriers, containers, yeah, um, whatever. I'm, I'm actually going to correct you on that one. So the thing is, we actually uh, worked out a deal with my manufacturer. He had like small containers. Okay. They like about four serving containers of four weight, something like that. I think it's eight scoops. So it's a small container like that. He gave us basically that at cost, actually below cost. So he did contribute a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, those we're not selling at all. We're just taking it as if it's a full, uh, I think, two or 3,000 units of those. Those are just going to Ukraine. We're not selling it. It actually says it's not for resale. But as a result, uh, because of such high demand, there are a lot of uh, stores who reached out and they're like, we want to purchase them. Well, they're not for purchase, and I'm not going to make money off of it because it just feels wrong. But we have, uh, I guess we're going to announce it now here on on your channel. We had... um, two more flavors coming for uh, our egg protein, uh, which is white chocolate and cinnamon bun. Sure. And awesome. those were already good to go. And we had labels for them. Labels were already shipped to the manufacturer. They were good to go already. And then Carolina uh, came up with an idea that we're going to keep the labels and we're going to send new labels with the Ukrainian flag and we're going to put them on the new flavors. We will sell those probably in the next week or two. And um, we should have that as available. And the profit from that, like 100% profit, Mm -hmm. will go to either shipping or buying more supplies or whatever. So those, I I think it's only like about two or 3,000 units, but it's enough. It's significant. That's enough. That's something. Yeah. So those are coming. And then we decided we're going to have the new hooligan version coming up sometime around May, I believe. So all the remaining hooligans that we have left, you know, uh, we're gonna obviously sell it, get clear. So we're gonna we we selling it. I think at fifteen or twenty percent discount. But all the profits from sales of that whole again plus assassin since they're so popular, all the profits from that too. We we we're gonna donate until supplies last. Same thing to buy supplies and to help with shipping. It just feels like you know, and and I don't want you know I don't want people to think that you know I'm just great guy, a noble guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. When people say something, it's nice when somebody praises you. It is nice. I'm not going to deny it. 
but it just this is a little bit bigger and it just uh you know uh, i have a daughter who's never been to ukraine both her parents are ukrainian jews um you know my grandfather is buried in ukraine i feel like if i'm not doing something I'm just not that I'm going to regret it. I'm just going to be a little bit ashamed of myself and I'm going to be, it it just doesn't feel right. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it doesn't feel right. Just like the cases, you guys sent so many cases. I know that we're about to receive them, I believe, tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow they should be there. You know, those cases you could have solved. You could have solved. You're not even a Ukrainian, you know, but you could have solved it. That's your profit, that you spend some money to manufacture that. Nobody was putting a gun to your head. I did not call you like, Ryan, you have to donate. You did it yourself. Why? I mean, because you felt either obligated or because you believe that if you contribute something, it's going to make you feel good and you feel like you've done something to help others. And I think that that's what it comes down to. We did it because it's the right thing to do. I mean, Mm -hmm. we honestly, like, and you're the same way, we've been blessed to build a business that allows us to give back, you know? And I I feel, you know, I'm not super biblical. I'm not super religious. But the one thing that my mom always told me is like, you know, the, the biggest thing you can do, the best thing you can do is to give. And, you know, I, 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 I was at a point in my life, I couldn't do that. You know, I financially, I was strapped. I didn't have anything. So I understand it. Um, but you can still give time. Like, even if you can't mm-hmm. give money or goods, like maybe you can donate. You don't have to get, you're absolutely right. You know what? One of our athletes, I'm not going to say who it is, but uh, it, it is a good example. So we've been friends for many, many, many years. He reached out to me and he said something like basically along the lines where this is not my fight and I don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. He has a huge platform, huge. Um, the way he said it didn't sit well with me and I couldn't really because I tried to explain to him and I said, like, listen, it is your fight. You just don't know it yet. But I'm not going to say that you have to use your platform like, you know, you have uh, fit butters and obviously you have the fitness informant and you have you know, followers and you have people that are watching you. So you do have a platform, Mm -hmm. but for me to call you and say, Ryan, you have to do this. You don't have to do shit. You don't owe anyone anything. This is between you and your conscience. This is between you and looking your wife in, in, in her eyes. And you just, you know, either a good person, a shitty person, or a person that doesn't give a fuck about anyone, which kind of makes you neutral, but still in my book, you're still kind of shitty, (laughs) you know? It's just, it's just that, but at the end of the day, still, you don't owe anyone anything. That's just the way it is. But I would prefer that you shut the fuck up and don't say anything rather than saying, oh, it's not my fight. You know what? I'm not Ukrainian or African or Indian or whatever. So it doesn't have to do anything with me just because there is a fight somewhere in the world and people are dying. I don't give a fuck because it doesn't concern me. So that makes you a bit of a coward and that makes you a little bit of an ignorant and uneducated idiot probably just watch his TikTok, which we know we have a lot of those. So when he said that, um, it didn't sit well with me. I was Mm -hmm. I was really, really upset because we've been friends for years and it just it was killing me for about a week. I just couldn't let it go. Uh I did tell him exactly what I think. Uh it wasn't pretty. Yeah. And uh and yeah and uh, and he said to me like am I still team upon? And I my response was, you know what, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't know. Because I don't know how to react when somebody who you consider a friend says something like that. You know, in a heat of a moment, I might do something stupid. So I'd rather just keep my emotions to myself. But believe it or not, a week later, I get a phone, uh, I get a text message from him. It was like a few days ago. It was like late at night, 11 or 12 o'clock at night. And the text message, the first line, it says, 
I would like to apologize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is like immediately, you know what? Because I can make every excuse, but if I fucked up, probably apology is a good start. And that's the first line he says, I would like to apologize, which got my attention because I think that otherwise I wouldn't have read it. Sure. And then he says that basically something along the lines was, I didn't pay attention. I didn't read. But the pictures that Apollon posted and the work that you mm-hmm. guys are doing, he says, made me feel embarrassed. He says, he says that's not the way my parents raised me. Right. And, you know, and, and our friendship and, and you've been, always been there for me. And, you know, I didn't use my platform and I haven't done enough. I haven't done anything. And he goes to me, I feel embarrassed. When he said that, um, it definitely, like, touched me very, very deeply. And if I liked the guy before and we were friends, I went from liking him to loving him because Mm -hmm. having the balls to admit that you're wrong, I think that not everybody has that quality because everybody thinks that, you know, apologizing is beneath them. And I responded to him apologizing to him now because I was a bit of a dick to him too. I was like, listen, maybe I should have done a little bit better job explaining and maybe I should have done a little bit more. And he writes back to me again. He goes, nope, you've done nothing wrong. He says, it's on me. And... It just goes to show that um, there are good people in the world right. and, you know, people that are willing to to help. And that's the reason why I said, you know what, even as grants, because we are in the supplement industry, right? You're in the supplement industry. I'm in the supplement industry. This is an opportunity for us uh, to kind of, now I'm not talking about you and me. I'm talking about people in general. Right. You know, we can put the competing aside. We can put all the bullshit aside. You know, who's going to win what awards and who's going to do what. This is a lot bigger. This is a lot bigger. And even one of the insiders, uh, you know, supplement uh, industry insiders told me the same thing. You know what? I'm not a big Ukrainian fan. Well, number one, you're talking to me. I don't think that's very smart. You know, I mean, maybe even if you don't like Ukrainians, maybe the best thing is not to say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but is it, uh, can you look at the one of the photos that I posted of children dying and say you're not a fan of them either right yeah like how you differentiate between people based on race based based on what's religion ethnicity where they come from this is it this is the moment where you know you do something and be proud of yourself that you've done at least something rather than sitting on the sidelines right well, Robbie, we got to wrap the podcast up here, but I, I, I just want to thank you for your efforts and what you guys are doing. You personally, um, your family, the businesses. If people want to support, we're going to put the links below here in the description on YouTube. Uh, they'll be over at Fitness Informant as well. Dude, keep fighting the good fight. If there's anything else you need from us, obviously, let us know. Let us know. We're there, um, and I hope this ends soon. So thank you, buddy. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you.